episode 416 of Global From Asia. And I'm back in the pool, trying to go into the pool. Uh, hope I don't drop the camera for those watching. Everything is content in life. So, 416 shows, we have Gianmarco today and we're talking about systems for your Amazon business, SOPs, handbooks, hiring, and more. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Everything is content, and I'm in the pool at DCPKK. What's up, guys? <laughs> and today we have a good podcast. We're one month from Cross Border Summit, and I'm here in Bangkok at the Dynamite Circle event in the pool during mastermind day and what is up what is up Gianmarco is on the on the show he's a guest he's also going to be hosting at the panel at our cross-border summit on day two november 17 2023 he is a seven-figure seller and also a podcast host and creator like i am and he's sharing about sops and systematizing your business also something i'm very passionate about something i wish i had learned a lot longer ago so if you want to get some tips and tricks and ideas of how to systematize your e-commerce and Amazon business or just any business in general, we have a really fascinating discussion. We did this in person in Chiang Mai while he was in town, but he will be back for the cross-border summit. He's also doing great things, making things happen, learning and growing. I think he's on track to get eight figures. I truly believe it. Let's tune into the show and then after the show, I'll still be in this pool talking about some things I even learned at DCPKK and some things I'm going to share at the Cross-Border Summit. Let's tune into the show. All right, we have Tommy, the sales manager at Cross-Better Logistics. How are you, Tommy? Hi, everyone. We just got to meet here in Shenzhen, China. It's great. They support the show at Global From Asia and we also use them ourselves for many of our brands and e-commerce businesses. And Tommy really cares. They always are trying to help us save money. You know, not you have some products you keep for us in China. You have some products you keep for us in the U.S. warehouse, and I really appreciate that. And you'll you can talk to this seller, right? You can give them your advice. You work with many Chinese sellers a lot, right? And you can help help the sellers understand more. Yeah, we are very professional for the shipment to USA and Canada. Also, we have warehouse in USA and Canada. We can help our factories, suppliers, sellers for the shipment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For yes. the e-commerce business. Yep, and you even keep stuff in China too. So sometimes if you have the limitations of sending too much to Amazon, you can keep it here in China with, with Cross Better, or you can send of course to the US warehouse. They have many different options and they're always trying their best to find, to find out what's the best solution for you. So yeah. definitely talk to Tommy, talk to Cross Better, and thank you for your uh, support of the community. Yes, we have good pricing and better service. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, we're here for another Global From Asia podcast. It is a rainy summer day in Chiang Mai. We have, you know, let me show three hardcore regulars. Ian, so, so loyal, and his wife, thank you for coming. And Yuha, Yuhu, Yuha, I was right the first time visiting. So we're recording this. Gianmarco is in town, Chiang Mai, for uh, month of August, right? Yes, I'm gonna stay here a couple of months. Yeah, a couple um, of months, nice. 
And we've 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 talked on WeChat groups and various yeah for years many for years, years you know we were both based in in China and but we're meeting now in Thailand yeah so. the new world the new world <laughs> yeah so right. so you are a, a seller on Amazon and also a podcast host for the yes. seller process nice shirt nice shirt so that's his podcast <laughs> where he focuses on what we're gonna kind of go through today about SOPs. And I, there's already people, Ian's asking what's SOP, we'll get into that. But um, just, we want to give a little bit more about yourself and what you do? Sure, sure, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, after, I'm originally from Italy. I, I, you know, moved to China after university and I lived in Shanghai for six years. That's where I started, you know, my first e-commerce business. It was a, like a grocery store selling like Western foods to the Chinese market. Nice. Very difficult business. Yeah. <laughs> we got investors, you know, like a, like a VC fund, you know, backing us. But even that, after you know, a couple of years, you know, I closed down that company. Okay. I learned a lot, but you know, it was my first company at 23, and I did all the mistakes possible. But you know, then I started doing the opposite. You know, sourcing from China and selling in Western countries, and that was a much more successful business and that's still what I'm doing right now I'm selling on Amazon you know now grow 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 to more than seven figures and you know still growing and 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 I'm also you know doing coaching and pod, podcasting uh, through through this podcast called the seller process where we you know discuss about systems processes and SOPs we're again going to talk about what SOPs are but this is a, a bit of my you know story and my background great thanks for that I, I learned actually obviously my name is Italian Piccolini yeah and, right. but I'm American born Ellis Island you know my grandfather and great-grandfather both came to Ellis Island hmm. I can go on for a long story but the short story is you know they came to the land of opportunity and I I don't know much about Italy honestly but I have a really cool I love my Michelini name everybody yeah, and, that's cool. And uh, the second part of what you just said is, you know, everybody tries to go to China to sell into China, like the big Chinese market. I'm going to get rich, one RMB or one dollar to a billion people. I'll be a billionaire. And uh, I also had a little bit of experience selling on Taobao. And it's, it's definitely hard. And that's why Chinese sellers say they prefer Amazon or eBay or anything besides Chinese marketplaces because they're very, mm. very very cutthroat like i know we all talk a lot about chinese sellers on amazon but it's even i think even more dangerous or cutthroat in the chinese e-commerce they, they just kill each other and they'll, they'll lose money to try to kill each other like it doesn't matter like it's totally like you know like bare bare knuckle fighting like in the, and i i my chinese friends would agree with me they always say like why do you want to sell in china when i came there they're like don't sell in china i'm like oh i want to sell to china yeah, and then we, we both, and every most people go export. But okay, so the seller process, we're going to talk about SOPs, which we'll talk about <laughs> the edge of his seat over there, like what's SOP? And let's start. That is actually the first question, yeah. you know, SOP. What is that? an SOP? What okay, yeah. So SOP stands for Standard Operating Procedures. Okay, it's a fancy word to say like the way you do things. Okay, so it's basically the processes in your company. So usually they are in a written or video form and it's basically you know the documentation of, of the process of, of your business. So, so the way you do something which is basically you know like a, a model of the, the 
perfect process. Not perfect. I mean the the, the process that you process that you are doing in a, currently in your business. There are many ways that you can you know you can create an SOP. You know it can it can be like a text version with you know just uh, uh, step by steps all the you know uh, the task that needs to be done in order to accomplish you know a larger task, and can be in video forms. That for example, that's that's usually you know the most common when you're trying to share a, a process that is done in, on a computer on a, you know online for example so it's we're all familiar with for example youtube tutorials right so it's basically something like a tutorial that explain how something is done can be in the form of a checklist can be a flowchart a process map so it, it can have different forms depending on what kind of process you're trying to to share and who you're trying to share it with and so you will, you will adapt your SOPs based on that and, and your purpose. Yep. So you as a programmer and a lot of people like, I'm not, I'm not speaking to you, Mark, I'm not such a developer, but we call SOPs kind of like programming for non-developers in business because you can kind of connect them and it makes the process even like, you know, something, even recording this, actually we don't really have an SOP still for this, we should, but, you know, we definitely have SOP for editing the podcast, you know, what steps, what's the flow, and then, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not as good as I used to be about it, but, you know, you can get very, you can put, like he said, a flow chart, you can put, like, step one, two, three, you can, who's this for, what do you need to do it, how often do you do it, and it's basically, like, connecting it, so you can have SOP connect to another SOP, right, so first one is this, um, and I think a lot of times people make the mistake because it seems like a daunting process to create one. It's like, mm. oh, like some, you know, what what do you what do you usually say to somebody to, to get get started? With yeah, it? I think that's a kind of usual misconception that people, you know, are afraid of. Oh, they say, oh, I need to, you know, write so much, you know, text and kind of record so many videos because obviously you're doing so many things in your business. So uh, it's kind of a daunting process. But actually, it, it doesn't have to be that way it can be very very simple and you know like a suggestion that i always give to people who are new to sops is that just you know the next time you're going to do a certain task simply you know open your zoom account for example do the screen sharing on your zoom on zoom or loom it's it's another like popular app for screen recording and just do the task that you're you were going to do anyway but this time, you know, uh, comment it out, out loud, you know, so just say out loud what, what you are doing while you are doing it, okay? So if you need to do, if you were going to do, for example, like a creating a shipping plan on, on Amazon FBA, for example, um, so you were going to do it anyway, but this time uh, just open your screen recording and do it and comment it. That's, that's your first SOP, basically. After you, you close the recording, you, you have actually done the task that you were supposed to do, and you create an SOP for other people to, to come. We can talk about also the benefits uh, sure, of sure. SOPs, but this is in a nutshell, you know, the way you can start. Yeah. I, yeah, so for me, I used to do text when I first started, but yeah, it's like a lot more work. I guess some people might prefer text, but yeah, video usually is easier for the business owner that's busy because you're doing the process anyways. You're adding extra step to add to record it, but now with like Zoom is free, Loom is free. There's so many free ones. Of course, there's paid recording, but you can use a lot of free ones. And you just save it as an MP4, or you can upload it to a 
file and put it in a Google Doc, wrap it all together, and then, yeah, like I make mine are usually like five minutes long, right? Snook watches some of them. I, I do a five minute, and you, I, I, you just talk out loud, right? I just say, this is what I'm doing, this is why I'm doing it, this is what, maybe other ways, but yeah, I mean, what are, my other question is, how many do you think people need to, to make generally? Is there a way to count? I mean, I, not really, right? I yeah. Mean, well, my suggestion with SAPs is always do as many as needed and as little as possible. You know, so I, you know, because I do coaching and I found lots of people, you know, asking me about SOPs. There are people who don't know anything about that and they ask me to, to start, you know, from scratch. Some other people are like SOP freaks. So they go and create SOPs for everything in their company, even the light, little tiny things. And they're overdoing it, you know. So you don't need to create an SOP if you're not, if it's a very simple task or you're not going to delegate that task, okay? Because an SOP, most of the time, it's used to delegate a task, to transfer knowledge. Basically, you're putting what's in your head in a, in a piece of paper, on a, on a sheet, or, or, um, or, or in a, um, a video, a document, a spreadsheet, you know. So uh, you're essentially, you know, putting your, transferring your knowledge into something tangible that can be then transferred easily. Okay, so you just need to do enough to, to delegate what you need to delegate. True. I think I make that mistake. She's laughing. She's behind the camera. She's, I have to, I think we call it the Bible, but thousands. I've kind of gone that mistake where, well, I do it because I'm going to explain to them anyway, so I might as well record it. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of, but then there becomes so many. Yeah. But then you could search it. So maybe we talk about where do people store it usually or what yeah, do you recommend? Okay. That, that's a good question also because it's it's a best practice that I, I don't see many people doing is to create like an SOP index. So I have basically uh, like a spreadsheet which is a database of all the SOPs I have. So just to give a little context on, on how I do that and how I suggest doing it. So basically I divided my company into departments, okay, which I gave numbers and names. So department number one, for example, it's inventory management. And, uh, department number two is, for example, content creation and marketing. Okay. I actually have the full list of what I'm, how I'm doing it in my ebook. So in each, in each of these departments, there, there is a, a, master, a master document that collects all the SOP in that department. And all the SOPs are numbered in, in order to be easily find that you, you can easily find them. So for example, department number one will have a document in which the first SOP, it's, it's called 1.1, plus obviously the name of the SOP. And then the second is 1.2 and so on, okay? So then you can collect all these SOPs into the, the index spreadsheet where you can find them easily by number of department and, and by, by name, okay? So everything is stored in, in documents on, on Drive. So I, I like to keep it simple. There are some, some places, like uh, some tools that you can use also to store SOPs. I don't like that. I, I like to own 100% of the yeah. SOPs. So these are like simple text SOPs stored in, my, in Google Docs in a Google Drive folder, simple. And every SOP, most of SOPs have some links to something external that can be like a video. And the video, it's recorded 
down, downloaded and uh, I mean uh, uploaded on on Drive. Okay, so I own 100% of the content that it's stored in the SOP. Okay, I would say don't do the mistake of you know putting it, pu putting them in some external service that someday you know it can become paid and you cannot do and you cannot use them in the same way as you used to. So just own all of them and use use the the, the the main the main simple tools like Google Drive. We can talk about and then the usability, the management of the SOP that goes into like a project management tool. Yeah. Yeah. But like the storage it's it's basically done on, on Google Drive and, and Docs. Yeah, so the worst experience and uh, again Snook's great she's here. Uh, is when you, it's actually very hard because we do screenshots, other people make the documents now and screenshots and then they send a screenshot and then you click that link like six months later. Oh yeah, that would happen. <laughs> Page no longer found. You know, like this service doesn't store pictures for more than six months or you need to pay or, yeah, that's the worst. I, I go crazy. Like when they start sharing me links, like short links that <coughs> upload an image to like these services. Or I tell them, if you do this to me, just don't, don't, this is just a short term. This is not like a long term. Like even Loom or Dropbox, I'm just so scared that they don't pay for the subscription. They change their account. They change the name of the file. You know, it's, it's the worst. It's the worst because then you're like, ah, what was that? It's like not found, no longer enabled, renamed. So yeah, like he, second what he had said. So let's go to the next major part. Like you said, project management. So you wrap this together. Even this morning, like we're doing brand registry right now for Amazon. Our U.S. trademark expired. Well, we bought a brand and expired. I couldn't get the guy to help us transfer it. So we had to make a new brand registry. But I luckily had a SOP. Hmm. And it's the best feeling in the world at least for me, is when you can find something you already made a video on or SOP on, and you just say, here, <laughs> it's the best. But yeah, like you said earlier, okay. it's so much upfront work creating it, but it's so re refreshing when you can just say, here's an SOP. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot of upfront work, actually. You know, it can be done on a, you know, when needed, whenever needed, you know. The first time you're actually doing that thing, you know, record it or create the SOP. It can be simple. And also one way, I, kind of a hack that I use to create SOPs is that delegate the creation true, of SOPs, true. you know. So for example, what I do sometimes is like very simply on a meeting, for example, or, or I, I would record a, a video just to explain a task very simply, not, not in detail, because I know my, my team already knows maybe 50% of that. So I just tell them, do this, this and that, please. And then at the end, create a, a full SOP because we also have, you know, kind of an SOP to make SOPs because an SOP should have a certain structure that we always respect. You know, we can talk more about that, but there is a kind of a structure that we follow so that all SOP looks similar and they, they have certain elements. But essentially, you, you can delegate that to, to, your, to, to your VAs or assistants or, or teammates. Yeah. Uh, sometimes what I do also is to create an SOP is that actually today, I think we received kind of a complaint by a Shopify customer. And I said, OK, I give them the, the refund and give them a, a issue like a discount, a coupon discount on, on Shopify. And she never did it because 
we usually you know work on mostly on Amazon. She's not used to uh, Shopify. And I said, just go on Google, search. It's uh, super easy to find you know any guide on YouTube to explain you how to how to do that. After you learn it please make the SOP. So now uh, we have you know, our internal SOP to, to, create, to create that coupon. And uh, one of the main benefit is that what you mentioned before, like whenever you, you scale and add more people in your team, training becomes seamless. You know, like you, you don't need to spend hours or days in training your team. You can simply you know, hand over your SOPs. You say, learn this in the first three days and they will, will know what to do from, from the beginning. You don't need to spend time. Great. Maybe, yeah, you, you keep getting us interested like a couple of points. So I think first is like maybe a quick outline of how an SOP is made, and then we can talk about the project management system. Yeah, sure. So the SOP, usually I always try to create a text-based SOP that has other forms of media that supports that, okay? So, you know, text is the most you know, boring version of an SOP. So I always try to, to have, you know, like images or vid videos are the best, I would say, or checklists and flowcharts and so on. So for each SOP, there is always a text-based SOP that gives the, the steps but most of the time the steps are like watch this video <laughs> this is step number one and only only step watch this video that and in that video you will find all the steps in detail but before going to the steps usually we always say things like we always mention things like the trigger like how often do you need to perform this task there are tasks that need to be performed on a daily basis weekly monthly and so on right so you should specify like how often do you do you perform that specific task for example if it's updating a pnl obviously it's like a monthly thing if you need to do something related to inventory management might be like on a weekly basis and so on okay or customer service it's a it's a daily sop okay so they need to follow that process every day okay and so on for every other and one important thing i always add is the why is this important mm -hmm. okay because many times you know your team might not have the full picture as you do you understand every single part of your business but your team might not so what you do is that you should add why is this important you don't want people just to blindly focus a checklist and just do automatically you know that th that the task that those steps you want them to really feel why the, why it's important what they're doing, how that process fits in the overall, you know, big process of uh, managing the, the business, okay? I think that's a, that's a little thing, but it's very important, you know, to motivate people, to keep them engaged with your business. Great. Uh, and then going to the um, project, project management, management. Uh, question, I always suggest to use a project management tool. Uh, I, I personally, I use Asana. Might not be the. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I heard also other tools like ClickUp or Monday are also good. I heard good good feedback. I personally use Asana. I would say it's a must if you have a team or even if you are by yourself. I use it a lot just to manage my own projects because it, it makes everything more more streamlined and more more organized. Basically, what you, Asana, Asana, it manage your projects, help you manage your projects. Like, you, you can assign yourself or your team tasks that 
that you and your team will follow and it, it allows you to to create certain you know add some elements to to the to the task that it would be very difficult to, to do otherwise like adding priority or adding you know the, the amount of time estimated amount amount of time or having subtasks in in on a bigger task so it, it basically blends with your sop the sop is like how you do things but asana is the practical place where things happen like every morning you wake up or the, the your team wake no wake up <laughs> when they go to work they start you know they open asana and they look at what are the tasks that are in in their board that they, that are assigned to them one good thing about asana is that you can you can work with dates in a very flexible way so you, basically you can add due dates and recurring tasks uh, this is like really really essential in, in a business i would say whenever you need to perform uh, tasks on a on a recurring basis asana makes this automatic you know, so like we said before, the, some SOPs run every day or every week or, or something, uh, something like that. But uh, and in Asana, you, you have exactly that function to make a task appear in the board of that person when, when it, it needs to be done. OK, so basically every team member, you know, check what needs to be done, uh, actually do it, click, you know, as completed. And, and move on to the next task. And you, as a business owner, you have control of what's going on. Not just control, I mean, but you know you're informed of what your team is doing and where they're at at the moment. We can go deeper. There's so many things I mean, to discuss about Asana, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I second that. I'm actually using Perfect CRM. It's open source, so I, not actually open source, it's a paid script. We install on our server. I was using Asana before. And the value of any of these project management tools, like you said, is the, so in our, our company, we call it two different things. We call the SOPs the handbook, mm-hmm. and we call the project management the portal. Mm-hmm. Call, I don't know how I picked these names, but we call it portal. The portal is where you actually do your work, and you measure. Yeah. We actually have time tracking inside of it, too. So right. you put their task, and then you link to the SOP or the handbook. Exactly. Right. So the, the description, I try not to put too much in the Asana or the project management. I just say SOP here, click to that. And then they can read the directions, update the directions, and the Asana is more like a throwaway. It's just really to measure time, to see what you need to do, prioritize. But you don't really, I don't, at least I don't put much content inside of it. It's right. more just like a skeleton that says do this that time, do that to this time, and then with a link to the SOP in the project management tool. Exactly. Yeah, that's the way I also do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I think we covered you know of course like you said but honestly i geek out about this stuff too and maybe just what do you for e-commerce specifically fba maybe maybe for an e-commerce seller what do you think is the most important thing they should do with like sops or or this process well i mean i think sops apply to every Everybody, every type yeah. of business right i would say e-commerce it's it's a it's a type of business that you know you can specifically use SOPs very well because you can standardize a lot of procedures, you know. It's not a very, crea- I mean, there are parts that are creative in e-commerce, but a lot of a lot of other tasks are very, you know, like standardized, you know, like you always do the same like week over week, you know, like inventory management, customer service and things like that. Even creative things actually can be 
um, standardized in a way. Like we have lots of guidelines for designers, for example. So everything can be can be you know if if you have if you can think about something, you can translate that into words, and those words can be written somewhere. Okay, so so we shouldn't people should not fall into the trap of thinking that. You know, maybe because they're solopreneurs, most of uh, e-commerce sellers, m- many e-commerce sellers, they start as solopreneurs. So they think SOPs or systems don't apply to them. So that's uh, that I would say it's one of the main mistakes I see uh, e-commerce sellers make. Um, and also, you know, sometimes they think that the there's certain tasks that they, they, they are the only one that can do those tasks. That is true. Okay? So, and that's also, you know, like an excuse and it's, it's not true at all because, you know, if you learn it, somebody else can learn it as well. Maybe, maybe it means that you are not hiring the right people if they're not able to do what you're asking. And, and to be honest, it's just arrogant to think <laughs> that, that you only can do something, you know, it just, just doesn't make sense. Or maybe fear. They're scared to let go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this is kind of a skill that obviously and every entrepreneur, it's a basic entrepreneurial skill, right? Like letting go and trusting side. other people, right? So if you want to stay at like at a, at a entry level entrepreneur, let's say, you are fine with your little e-commerce business with just by yourself. Okay, good. But if you want to scale, and which you know most people actually have the desire to do it, they need to embrace that mindset. You know, to let go, delegate, build a team, and so on, and create SOPs. <laughs> Agreed. And then some people feel like it's not creative; it makes it boring. But my response to that is, it actually makes you more creative. Exactly. Because I don't need to kind of remember how to do the repetitive things, or even my team. They can focus on more, more impactful work than just the repetitive exactly. work. If, if they don't have an SOP and they're, not, and they're wasting time like learning every time or figuring it out, then it'll like lo- lower your productivity. Exactly, it frees up mental energy yeah. basically, yeah. Because you know, if you, every time you need to do something, you need to think about every step, you need to remember every step, it's gonna take some mental energy. Instead, if you, ha- if you follow a checklist, you just follow that, you do it like very fast, yeah. you always with the same consistency, you know, the same, same level of, uh, yeah, the same, uh, the same level per, per output. And, uh, and then you can, you, you free up your mind to do more creative things. Great. Yeah. So we'll open up to questions. Maybe we'll cut the recording, but so before we get off the recording, you know, you have a podcast. I think I'll be a guest soon. How can people find out about your show and other things that you're doing? And Yeah, for sure. I mean, they can find me on LinkedIn with my name, Gianmarco Melli. Maybe you can spell it. They we'll can find the spelling show uh, in the show notes. Uh, my my podcast is called The Seller Process. You can find, you can see right here show, if, you're, yeah. if you're looking at, if you're watching the video. And we, yeah, we... Uh, I interview sellers or, or business experts in the topics of SOPs and systems. It's mostly a show for like six, seven figure sellers and above. You know, we talk about scaling the business, not, not so much about, you know, the basics. And, and I, I also do coaching, one-to-one, like coaching, mentoring to, to sellers that wants to you know, advise their business or, or improve something about their business. Yeah, so they can find me on my website, thesellerprocess.com. Perfect. All right. Thanks so much, Marco. Thank you. <laughs> Great. And thank you to our sponsor, our returning sponsor, Mercury.com, online bank. Well, it's a real bank, but you can do it totally online for U.S. 
Our Blimp program participants are going through this as well. Thank you, Mercury. Travis is great there. He's been on our show. He's been in our events. We're going to have another event where we will have them attending as well. And if you want to get a little bonus for you and us, if you sign up and do some special circumstances, you can go to globalformasia.com slash mercury. I also have a video tutorial that we use even for the Blimp people. I use the same exact video to learn how to use it. I hope you can check it out. Totally free. Why not? See you there. I am getting some cool eyeballs here. Back there, they're looking at me. But whatever, man. I'm in the pool. This camera, I figured if I drop this camera, I don't really care. I've had, hopefully the footage here is gonna last. But I've been using this since 2015 for vlogs and podcasts and content all around the world. So, whatever, man. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Gianmarco. He's a Italian, a real Italian, Italian born. I'm Italian American, 25% technically. My name is Bigalini. And we are uh, making things happen, you know? He's also an action taker, content creator. So, what did I learn? You know, it's only the second day of DCPKK, but what I learned so far yesterday, Brie Moreau is great. He, he is actually talking about systematizing your business. He gives chickens and pigs to some of his his top performing staff in Pakistan. So I like that. I like that, man. He gives he gives bonuses in real chickens. I gotta get Bree on this show again. He was on. I think he's on a podcast before. Maybe I'm gonna ask him to come on. I think that would be a pretty cool episode. But I, I got a tip. Super Bosses is a book he recommends. Also, looking into more ideas, of course, Amazon and e-commerce. I shared a little bit yesterday. I had a little meetup about. Amazon selling here. I met some cool people as always. We were talking about insert cards. One one guy, he's he didn't get banned for insert cards, but he was asking for reviews. Amazon actually asked him to stop doing it. They didn't ban him because he's a humongous seller, but they contact him and says, don't do this anymore. So he stopped putting the inserts. But I was still talking. I said you can still do an ambassador program. You can give early early reviewers, you know, early people using, oh, it's getting more shallow here. Interesting. You know, we we're talking about the ambassadors and, and he does have it, but I was saying, give the new edition of your product to them for, for support, for reviews. So that was an interesting one. And some other tips was NetSuite CRM for getting addresses, which is something I gotta start to study. I don't know enough. And I am going to probably work with more Chinese sellers. That was a good point to work with Chinese sellers. Yeah, I think our team should work more closely with Amazon sellers. Great, I don't need to use a ladder to get out. I can walk out here. So that's some of some of the clips I'm, I'm learning. And but again, just like Gianmarco was sharing, systematizing your business is a big topic here. And you know, it's never ending, never ending. I'm, I'm always learning. John Maxwell books are great. I've read Leadership Matters three times now just finished a third time but I think as we grow our businesses we realize our job is to be leaders to be coaches to be mentors to grow our team I'm so proud of the team that I manage and Alvin here how how many years Alvin you've been with us I think since 2016 editing this for plus three seven years thanks for everything but we're reliant on our team and we we need to work for them we need to help coach them grow them inspire them uh, develop them and that's I think my main job. Thanks for watching and see you next time. 
To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.